This is Two Birds, One Clone, where three college friends bullshit about sports. So we are back, but unfortunately we are not back with Jack. He is, for now on, done with uh, Two Birds, One Clone. Uh, no beef at all with him, just didn't work out. Uh, I was with him last weekend. We're all good. This <laughs> is all for fun anyway. I, I mean, I have nothing against it. I mean, I can't speak for Luke, but. No, no, I don't really, doesn't bother me it's like he's got his own stuff i don't really right care yeah i just knew i had to probably bring that up sometime but uh yeah, yeah. well let's uh he'll be, he'll be on he'll be on every once in a while yeah well uh, anyway back to some uh better things weekend recap um so i went up to you and i for halloween um well i guess i was in cedar rapids with you friday yeah, both just insane nights. Um, I dressed up as uh, Bill Cower and Luke dressed up as Mike Ditka. And everywhere I went, everybody had no clue who Bill Cower was, which I don't really blame them. But um, so I mainly got called Mike Tomlin. That's okay. Like, I'll accept that. But then some girl goes, oh, my God, are you Gary Dolphin? And I'm like, <laughs> you got to be shitting me. Like, Gary Dolphin's like the voice of the Hawkeyes. And that, like, I'm wearing a Steelers shirt. Like, I get it black and yellow, or whatever, but I have Steelers hat on too, wearing sunglasses, a headset. Well, I guess it, Gary Dolphin probably wears a headset too, but I, like, I kind of fell bad, so I didn't, like, really laugh in her face, but I'm just like, come on, like, you gotta be shitting me. And then once we, like, go out, uh, some guy comes up to me in a Bears polo, a Bears visor, and a headset. And I go, please tell me you're not Matt Nagy. And he's like, oh, no. He's like, I'll never be him. I'm Bill Lander. <laughs> I'm like, okay, good call. Because if you were Nagy, it would have been a shit show. And then we just started arguing about the Steelers and Bears. But, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much how my weekend went. Yeah, no, I was, yeah, like you said, I was with you Saturday uh, or Friday. And, yeah, some people, some people I was getting there, like, they thought I was, they say Dick Butkus. I feel like they knew the right – they knew what they were talking about. They just kind of fucked up the name, I guess. And I said it, they're like, oh, duh. That's what I meant. So, and then, yeah, I was in Iowa City Saturday. Got a lot of compliments there because there's obviously more people. And packed, bars are packed for um, Halloween, obviously. We we went to, we were at Spoko and we go to Alrays and it was like $30 cover, but we were so fucking hammered at the time. We didn't care. But then looking back on it now, I'm like, what the fuck was I doing? Because me and Dave literally went there like 1130. So I was like, we weren't even there that long. And I was like, looking back, like, Jesus Christ, what were we thinking? But, <laughs> you know, went in Rome, have a good time. It was awesome. And here we are. Probably we'll be back there, back in Cedar Falls. We'll be around Iowa. And, yeah, nothing wrong with getting a little hammered on the weekends. Well, I mean, it was spooky season, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyway, keeping it moving. There's a little saying in betting, uh, you're either hot or you're due. And me and Luger are going to name off who's hot and who's due from this past week. Uh, for my who's hot, backup quarterbacks, uh, Mike White, Geno Smith, Trevor Simeon, Taylor Heineke, and Cooper Rush all got Ws this week. I mean, if you bet against them, I imagine you'd be a millionaire. But then uh, for my who's due, 
the MLB is due. I mean, bullpens, that's insanely offensive. Like, I can't believe that they would name something after a bullpen because that's where bulls go before they get slaughtered. And it's just terrible and disgusting. That's got to be the funniest thing I've ever, I've ever seen on Twitter. All right. So the the substitution name they want to have for it is Armbarn, which is it's actually got, kind of a yeah. badass name. Like, it's like, all right, you know, like, at least you're giving us a good second option. <laughs> but, like, I never even thought of bullpen being associated to, like, what it actually is. No, no, like, exactly. I just, I just figured it was just, like, what they call it. It's just, you know, like, yeah. any other word. Like, you're like, oh, why is this word named that? Oh, it just, they just fucking made it up. They'll never change it. it just, oh, you can't. All right. You can't make people change the name. People do whatever, like, say what they want, like, it's just funny how they actually think that's like a find that offensive, but whatever. Oh, my who's hot. I'm real bad beats. They've kind of been on a roll these last couple weeks. Um, last week was bad. You had that Clemson one. I don't know if you've heard about that. How the they literally all they had to do was like just get tackled, and all of a sudden they throw it, fumble, pick it up, score a touchdown for Clemson. Clemson did to go to win by. 10, I think it was, and hit, and hit the over. So, under betters and um, Florida State spread betters, both kind of got fucked in that situation. Another one was Rams versus Texans. Literally 38 to nothing. They're covering their 16 and a half, whatever you got it at. And then Houston scores 22 straight because they went for two and covered with that last point. And then just some of the last weeks, you had Penn State, Illinois, the hitting the under and all those overtimes. Bama, Tennessee, Bama was up, only up seven going into the fourth, and they want they ended up covering 24. And then, like, three backup quarterbacks, you kind of count win, winning outright as underdogs. Like, people probably were hammering these other teams, and they come in and do that. So, yeah, it's just a couple bad beats. All yeah, and then um, sports. you have uh, Cardinals, uh, Packers on Thursday night, uh, both the over and, I think – Packers could have, or no, all right, Packers covered anyway, but still, yeah, the over could have hit, and then they threw that uh, interception yeah. in the end zone. And then, yeah, like the Bucks Eagles, too, like three, two weeks ago, was they just went for two and for no <laughs> reason and backdoor cover. It's crazy. Um, and then for who's due, I'm going to go the college football selection committee because when you look at these rankings, you're really like, okay, whatever, Bama's three, but when you look back at it, Bama three, Ohio State six makes no sense when Ohio State lost week like two to Oregon, who's seven, and Bama just lost two weeks ago to A and M, who's thirteen. Like it is, they just they're they got to figure out something. Like figure it out. Like you can't just put Bama in every year. Obviously, obviously they should just. I think there's like another story. A lot of game, a lot of season left. But like put them right outside the top four until they beat Georgia, and then you can put them in. But doesn't make sense that Ohio State's six and they're three. That's really all I had with that. They always are going to find a way to put Bama in, and they clearly have. Well, I mean, that and uh, they, I swear, those rankings are half the reason why it's made is so then just people have something to argue about during no, the week. No, seriously. And hype up games. Like, it's. Yeah. I, I never really even thought of it until literally when I was making this. I look at the rankings, I'm like, that doesn't make any sense how they're three and they literally just lost like three weeks ago or two weeks ago. Whatever. It's Bama. It's just because of the name. 
We got our fan fight of the week. It was at the Cowboys uh Vikings game, and no, it wasn't Beast. <laughs> so like this kid, or I mean this guy, probably just a couple years older than us. He was just sitting down, and there's this older guy a row under him, and you could tell this younger kid was just loaded, and he just gets up and just cheap shots the shit out of this old guy, and all of his friends were trying to like get him not to fight him. Well, all, like, four of his friends end up just, like, tackling him on the ground. Then a bunch of cops come. It wasn't much of a fight. But then another fan fight we saw this weekend was Hasbula, you know, like the midget yeah, Russian guy. I did see, I did see that yeah, one. He ended up getting in a fight, too. It's like, holy yeah. shit. That's but, fucking uh, crazy. God, I love that, though. Fans just – drunk fans getting after it. <laughs> well, I mean, especially, you know, Vikings fans started it because – you can't stand being at home watching a gym. Yeah. But we'll get to that. Yep. This week that we're in right now, it's a special week, and it is hate week. So it's me versus Luke, Bears versus Steelers. And for hate week, we're going to commemorate it by giving you our shit list of people that we hate. So I'll start off. Number one is Antonio Brown. If you know Joey Raker, you know that I even cringe saying his name. He's the biggest piece of shit ever, and if he was still on the Steelers, I'd probably fucking love it. But anyway, moving into person number two, Chris Collinsworth. I can't stand anything about him other than his slide. His slide's, like, kind of cool. But other than that, he's a piece of shit, always hating on the Steelers. And I just think he's just looks dumb in the face. And now, of course, his son works for the Sunday night crew also, and that it, he's even worse than Chris is almost. <laughs> but then uh tend out my shit list at Russell Westbrook. I literally uh in high school wrote a paper about why Russell Westbrook shouldn't have won MVP over James Harden. I think he's insanely overrated. I know Luke thinks differently, but I don't know. I like that he plays with a lot of heart, but I swear he does like way too much and I just fucking hate him. Yeah, so currently right now, I know there's a lot of guys like a couple years ago you talked to me like I fucking hated them, but they they started to grow on me as they like, don't really care as much. So like my list is more like kind of like fan bases and shit that are just stupid. Um, my number one though counts as, with the player. It's the Packers, Aaron Rodgers, and their fans all in one. Um, obviously I'm a Bears fan. They beat us all the times. So that's kind of part of it. Rodgers said does that where he, I own you shit whatever, and like. When you think about it, maybe it's just because we don't like have like a real big Packers fan, Packers fan that we hang out with a lot. There's not really like a diehard one that really like will argue with you. That'll make sense. They all, everyone I talk to, just kind of likes the Packers and they just think they're the best and shit. They don't really know much about football. Obviously, there's some out there, but we just don't really hang out with them much. And then um, number two, this could be just me because. I played baseball, but people that like people in general that just think baseball isn't very exciting, like the playoffs and shit and how they don't think it's that hard. When in reality, I think it's one of the hardest sports. Um, I think it is the hardest sport to play It's hot take, but I think it does require the most athletic ability. I think um, any baseball player can go around and play any other sport, but no, not many other uh, professional athletes could come in and play baseball at all they'd be terrible i think 
a lot of it's like between the ears too. I mean, just like mental, yeah. you know. Yeah, even I, mean, I think it's more of a mental yeah. game than uh, like physical, just because it's a game even, of failure. Even the physicality part of it, like not physicality, but like just like athletic wise, you got. I think you have to do so much more. You gotta, like, you gotta be able to do everything. Like you gotta run, jump, everything. You got to charge ball. What are the ball. people that are gonna argue with you? Or it's like just. A, Bartolo Cologne, Big Poppy. Yeah, no, I, yeah, definitely there are people that are not athletic in the sport, which I 100% agree with. But you take the most athletic players of every sport and have them play every sport, baseball players would be able to, I think, um, strive in any other sport compared to anyone else. Maybe that's just me. But, um, and then last one, just, I know you can get behind this one just people that love to talk about how much they know and like they argue with you and they just don't know anything like they just fuck just delusional sports fans in general yeah i just because now that we've kind of started like really getting into sports and started talking to people just around even strangers and shit about about it and they they say stuff and it's like i don't even know where you're getting that like just pulling that out of your ass and that's those are my three right now though yeah no really players in any sport that I absolutely despise, but I'm sure some will come up. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like as we go in the year, if like yeah. we talk about a player, we're gonna bring up people and add them to our shit list. But yeah, yeah that's like, like just there's a the bunch, pillars right yeah. now. There's a bunch of players out there that I do not like at all. It's just I couldn't put them above like this stuff that I said just because it's kind of where I'm at right now in sports i just kind of like go along with everyone if i hate them i hate them but right more it's more people that back up what i don't like that's my that was my kind of take on the most hated well next what we have is nfl free agency the deadline was today or not free agency trade trade deadline was today uh and like not a lot happened whatsoever um, I mean, Adrian Peterson went to the Titans because, unfortunately, Derrick Henry went down. Um, Melvin Ingram, the Steelers traded him to the Chiefs for a six-round pick. We didn't really use him anyway. I'm totally fine with that. Then, um, I mean, what else even happened? Like, what? I mean, Deshaun Watson didn't get traded. Yeah. Odell didn't get traded. There's a lot of guys on the block that I thought for sure would have different places to be. But, I mean, like, no, nothing really happened. No, I thought – Bears would try to make some moves, but they didn't. And yeah, like you said, a lot of those guys that you thought would move didn't. I'm especially I'm surprised the Bears didn't try to ship Mac, especially after what you saw Von Miller went for. I thought Bears maybe would kind of jump be like, oh, we can probably get that, and that would actually help. But they just didn't, I guess, which I'm not too mad about because he's a good player. But I thought they maybe would try to once they saw Von Miller what he went for. It's like okay, maybe we can get some for Mac, but. No, it was pretty boring uh, trade deadline for the most part. Well, uh, the Bears, too. I thought they were going to get rid of Allen Robinson. Yeah, him too. I thought he was going to go to, like, a team that needed a target like that, like maybe the mm-hmm. Patriots or, I don't know, Ravens. But, yeah, that didn't happen. And, or yeah, back to that Cleo Mack thing. Or Von Miller, he is now a Ram. I saw that the Broncos are paying Von Miller $9 million to be on the Rams. And I'm just, yeah, that, like, blows a lot. But, I mean, <laughs> I guess they, with, like, Bradley Chubb out. And I don't know. I like their defense a lot if they could just stay healthy. But that's the thing. I mean, Von Miller is out all last year. And then now Chubb's out for the whole year this year. It's 
probably yeah, kind of get, get probably get what you can right now for him, I guess. Probably what they're right. doing before he gets too old. But yeah, like we said, uh, trade deadline sucks. So we're gonna move straight into week eight. Uh, this this week eight was just the corniest like week ever, just because of all like the Halloween shit that people are doing. But um, well. We'll move into the Monday night game. The Chiefs just edged one out against the Giants. Um, I like I don't know if you saw this video, but Patrick Mahomes' wife, she's been on the hot seat for a long time. I called it. I think he will get divorced before season at well before his career ends. But anyway, she was like just screaming into her phone, like, "Oh yeah, here's all you haters that thought that we were gonna lose tonight," and she's like screaming like. You thought wrong, blah, blah, Just, I don't know, just losing your mind. It's like, you're the Kansas City Chiefs at home, and you beat the Giants by three. Like, congratulations. Like, get over yourself. But, yeah, I don't know. The Chiefs, are, it's just the season they're having, I guess. Yeah, no, it. there's not, like, the team that they have been. Like, it's proven. There's no more, really, debate on, oh, they'll, are they going to be back? They're just not. Like, that's just who they are, and we all kind of got to realize it. I think this was probably one of the easiest um, bets of the week. Not my uh, farm thing, but having the Giants cover. Like, now that I look back, it's like, that, that was so easy. Chiefs can't cover fucking save their lives, and Giants do this. They hang around, and they did exactly that. But, yeah, I mean, Chiefs just aren't the team they used to be. That's really the big takeaway. The next game we have, we have Panthers versus Falcons. Uh, this was a rough one for betting, but Matt Rule, he rules over the Falcons on the road. Uh, Sam Darnold got absolutely laid out, and P.J. Walker came in and ended up sealing the deal for him. Uh, Matt Ryan, late interception, ruined all hopes for the Falcons. Like, you know, it's new, but, uh, yeah, his hand got fucked up, too. I'm surprised he didn't come out of the game. Yeah, I didn't even really, like, see that, but, yeah, that was, that was weird how he literally that his – Powell was red from just like blood. The entire but, thing. Yeah, it was. You don't thought it was thing. a Halloween costume. Yeah, this this game I didn't really like. It wasn't really on much. I didn't think because it was wasn't really high score or anything. But yeah, Panthers got it done. They're one of those teams that just beat bad teams, and they have been all year. They they're not they're four and four, but they really haven't beat anybody, and that's kind of what they're doing. And it's just kudos to them winning the games they should, but. Yeah, not a lot to take away from this game. The J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. They went over the Bengals. Unbelievable. How the fuck does that happen? Uh, they completely ruined my parlay because of this, but uh, I should have known the Bengals were frauds. Uh, there's no reason why they lost other than the fact that their defense is probably overrated. I mean, I can't name one player on their defense other than, uh, what's his name, Jesse Bates. Yeah. But yeah, like I I don't know. Like I I just don't get what happened. They ran and threw the ball all over him. Yeah, this is another game where like we could have seen it coming. It's like a huge letdown, not not a win by the Jets, but a huge letdown spot for the Bengals after you come off you beat the Ravens, now you have to play a noon game in New York against the Jets. It's like it's a huge letdown spot and they literally they proved it. Burrow did not play great at all. Had a lot bad interceptions you can talk all you want about that call at the end of the game that targeting but the Bengals shouldn't be in the position anyways they should be up by at least two scores at the time anyway so it doesn't matter but yeah shout out Mike White 405 and three touchdowns fucking crazy 
the most exotic name in all of sports. Mr. Yeah, Mike White, crazy. You can't have that as your quarterback. I, I that is such a quarterback name, but at the same time, it's like if that's the guy leading you every week, it. I don't like that, Mike White. You'll be like, you'll be like, did you hear about Mike games? Mike White's uh, game last week. And you'd be like, what? You mean like my neighbor? Or like whatever. Yeah. Like, like what? What he do? Yeah. But uh, anyway, the Texans get a sneaky backdoor cover versus the Rams, like we said before. Yeah, the Rams were up 38-0 at a time, but then they just called off the dogs and the Texans covered. But, yeah, I mean, other than that, the Rams killed them. It's just how it is. Yeah, that's ridiculous. How do you give up 22 points in one quarter? Like, when you're after you're up 38 to nothing, I just feel bad for anyone that had money on Rams spread because it was literally a lock. Yeah, and what's awesome was uh, I was playing Beano this week, and he had Rams defense, and at one point they had 17 points, and they dropped all the way down to nine, and oh, that ended up perfect for me. <laughs> we we had a close game for a while there, but yeah, um, going into the next game though, the Bills give the Dolphins <laughs> the Sea World treatment, uh, <laughs> piss poor <laughs> first half, but the Bills decided to show you know, a pulse in the second half. So, yeah, I mean, the Bills took care of business. Yeah, this was a good game for a while, which is kind of weird. But this was kind of another, like, bad beat kind of because it was like three minutes left. And uh, the Bills just scored, I think. And then they gave back to the Dolphins. You're like, okay, 15, they're not going to cover. If you had Dolphins, they're not covering this. Uh, the Bills won't. And then all of a sudden, they get, with a minute left, they somehow get the ball back, and Josh Allen runs in for a touchdown. And just like that, they cover in, like, three minutes after they were up by, like, it was really close. So, yeah, Bills, they were going to win this game, there's no doubt. Dolphins starting a good team. They can continue to prove it. Their offense is so bad. And, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Next game we have is the Eagles versus the Lions. I mean, usually I sing fly, Eagles fly when the, when the Eagles win, but I just don't have the mood for it right now because I feel so bad for the Lions. They got – I mean, they might go defeated this year. I mean, I hate to say it, but just how badly they lost. I mean, Dan Campbell's post-game interview, too, he's just – he's saying how he didn't set the tone and, like, he like can't, can't wait for this bye week to dive into film and shit and – I don't know. It's like he like like how he said he wants to set the tone. Me and you were talking about this last week. How we're like, oh, I can't wait. The Lions are gonna do whatever it takes to win. Blah blah. I mean, start to finish, they just didn't show up. Yeah, this it sucks because like yeah, everyone was on the Lions. I they're like, this is the game. If they're gonna win, this is the one they can get. Eagles are struggling, and then they. At home, they just lay a fucking egg. And the worst part is, for my sake, I have I started Jalen Hurts this week. They put up 44 points as a team, and he only gets me 11. Like, it, do, it doesn't make any sense. You would think, like, oh, it was a low-score game. No, Our, my, their quarterback gets me 11 fantasy points after they put up 44 as a team. Just ridiculous. Pissed me off. But And I wanted the Lions to win this game a lot. Just it was just bad. Yeah, and uh, I started Kenneth Gainwell this week. Every fantasy person ever said start Gainwell this week, and then I didn't know about the Miles Sanders thing until literally like ten minutes before kickoff because Derek was crying about it. Then I'm like, oh sweet, I'll throw Gainwell in my uh, flex. 
And, of course, every other Eagles running back on the roster goes off. But Gainwell is just like, Jesus Christ, whatever. Like, I'm just done with this game. It's just no good for anybody. But, um, you know, this next game, this was fucking awesome. It Like, the entire game, I was shitting my pants. But then we ended up winning anyway. The Steelers, they might Vic the dog pound in Cleveland. Um, obviously, everybody's going to talk about Chris Boswell Oh, it's the dumbest play call of all time. And how does your kicker get a concussion? Whatever. If it works, Mike Tom was a genius. Let's just get that out of the way. Yep. Then another thing people want to talk about is Baker's first down. You know, when he like got up after probably a late hit, then just got the whole entire crowd going. I give it to Baker. That was insanely electric. But it's just awesome that uh TJ Watt picked up a fumble like almost right after that play happened. But um yeah, then after the game, Ben Roethlisberger, he talked to Miles Garrett, and then in Ben's, like, press conference, like, or post-game, on-field, press conference, whatever you want to call it, interview, mm-hmm. yeah. he goes, you keep the tombstone, I'll take the W. I'm like, let's fucking go, Ben. Let's just start winning <laughs> games. And, oh, my God, don't get me started. Brown's Twitter. Brown's Twitter posted a picture, and they're like, I'll take this win over regular season win any day. And it was a picture of the playoff game last week. Oh my fucking god! Put that put that game in your trophy case, please, because there's nothing else in it. The Steelers have owned you. Ben now has 50 total wins in the state of Ohio. Like I get it, the Bengals are there too, but Ben only lost to the Browns twice in his whole career. It's like fucking okay, you won last year, but let's not forget every other year ever. I don't know, it's ridiculous, but yeah, Steelers win, ugly one, but I'll take it. No, it's so true though. It's like, why the fuck are you still hanging on to a playoff win? Like you didn't, you didn't win the Super Bowl. You just won a game. Um, Actually, yeah. Then, then they blew a game to Chad. Hanging yeah. Him. Fucking idiots. It's, Browns. They're so confusing because, like, you look like obviously they had some injuries, but they got made Baker back. They got Chubb back. It's like they had their defense there, and they literally just lay a fucking dud and score 10 points. Obviously, Steers are really good defense, but I, I've never been a big Browns guy at all, and I don't like Baker Mayfield. I don't think he's that good. Uh, yeah, the Steelers are just a better team. That's really what it came down to. They beat them. Baker's not – can't do anything, like, late. If they need something, he always fucks up somehow, and he did it again. He just can't bring a team down the field late. And, yeah, Steelers won. It's oh, by – our defense, though, is absolutely insane. They got yeah, played. They, like, were getting to them, like, every play. And then every time they threw the ball, like, past the six, uh, OBJ or Jarvis Landry, three three Steeler jerseys around them at all times. I, it was like, holy shit, I was yeah. losing my mind. But, yeah, um, we'll keep her moving from there. The Niners offense, they had pad the stat night in Chicago. Uh Justin Fields, he might be the best player on the Browns. I mean, on the Bears right now. That throw he had across his body could not have been better. I Jack lost his mind. Like he thought, like it. I don't know. It was like a kid in a candy store type look on his face. I think he thought for a second, like this is our future. Like I, yeah, I don't know. Like, you get what I'm saying? But um, yeah, 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 he had no help whatsoever. The rest of, the, I mean, he got sacked how many fucking times this week everything it was it was just ugly yeah I mean that's just how the Bears are like they had they tied it 
you think like, oh, we're rolling. Giants go down right again, score. Our defense played really bad this game. They kind of been kind of holding us in some of these games all year, and then this one they just the game where we could win, they didn't show up. And Roquan, I think, said that the game because this one's on us. We just didn't come to play. Our offense did everything they could. Uh, yeah, like you look at the box score right in it, and they would give up almost twenty in the fourth quarter. But Fields, this actually looked he looked good. Like he's. He didn't pass a ton, which he's not going to. But I saw um, every time he rolled, like design rolls, rollouts outside the pocket, he was four for four, 40 yards and a touchdown. And he rushed um, 89 of his 103 yards were on those rollouts. So, like, literally, I think people have been saying this all the time get him out of the pocket, get him out of the pocket, get him out of the pocket. And Nagy just won't do it. It's safe and for the pocket. What? It's safe for them inside the pocket. Yeah, no shit. It's like, roll him out. Look, like, he is a dual threat guy. Like, fucking let him use his leg. He's not a pocket passer. He can do it, but he's not going to – he can't just sit there. You got to like, utilize his fucking legs. And look what he did when he did it. And I really thought we had this game. I thought we the whole game it was a good game. I thought we would – finally, defense gets one stop. We score. We win. And it just never happened. Um, another running back goes down, which kind of sucks. We're running out of – Running backs, I guess Fields will be our running back for the rest of the year. <laughs> well, I mean, that like there's just absolutely no help for Fields. I mean, that like no. rollout thing, one that gives his receivers more time to get open, which somehow they can't do this year at all. And it, oh my, it's just so ugly because he's been stacked 26 times, hasn't even started the whole year. He has five fumbles, three touchdowns, seven interceptions. And then you guys have been outscored ninety-five to thirty-nine in your last three games. It's yeah, like, um, it couldn't be worse. But I mean, I think he still like looks like a pretty decent quarterback. It's just he's just trying to do everything he can. He just can't do it. Yeah, I know. I mean, comes back to what we've been saying, kind of like he's a rookie. Like I can't fucking bash him already. Like say he's a buster. Like he's a rookie. Like just like any other quarterback. But I mean, he shows flashes, which is a good sign for a rookie he shows flashes where he makes plays and sometimes obviously he's gonna fuck up he's a he has a lot to learn so I know he was looking good though look getting better every week which is all I can really ask for last thing I want to bring up about this game because I love him so much Debo Samuel ties Jerry Rice to Jerry Rice for uh franchise receiving yards through seven games I've been telling everybody but you know at least I got him but um, the next game we have, though, Randy Bullock puts all of his 300 pounds behind a kick and wins the game for the Titans to beat the Colts. Um, it says Carson Wentz threw three touchdowns, but I swear he threw four. He threw two to Pittman, one to Doyle, and then that left, left-handed, like, laser to the Titans for the pick six. So, that was a good uh, interception. <laughs> yeah, I remember you saying that yesterday. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, other than that, A.J. Brown's back, so that's fucking awesome. Yeah, he was killing it. Um, Derrick Henry goes down, kind of sucks. I don't know what the Titans are going to do now. I don't know what their plan is forward, like, offensive-wise, how they're going to go about every game, because that's literally what they did every game. But yeah, I mean, you could you could argue that pick was really actually a good thing because he gets a safety, give the ball back, Titans just run out the clock, it's over. He throws a pick, they get right back – They pick six so they're down seven run down go down score touchdown go to overtime like it, it almost it worked out so 
But yeah, then in overtime, he threw the worst fucking pick. It's like every time, literally every time he does throw the ball on the field, though, as we were watching that overtime, it's like it looks like you it could easily be picked off. Like you don't know because you can't you can't see. You're just thinking like this could be a pick, and that was one of them. I was like, "Yep, pick." A fucking course it is. It's Carson Wentz being Carson Wentz. No, I can only just imagine as a Colts fan every time that ball goes up in the air, you just hold your breath. No, it's I scares me. A Steelers fan, every time that happens, you just hold your breath and pray to God for a flag. But yeah, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. But, uh, yeah, going into the next game, Jags get killed by the Seahawks. But it's not really fair because the Seahawks have 12 men on the field at all times. So, it's like the Jags went into it already, you know, fucked. But, yeah, Geno Smith, he's 8-0 against the spread. And DK Metcalf, I mean, I don't know how he had this good of a game after all the drama that came out about him. But I don't know if you heard, DK Metcalf got exposed for uh, hitting up a girl that – so, he, like, had a – girlfriend i guess she thought that they were but then dk <laughs> sent her like a text message or something saying hey you can't come over right now i'm trying to get a foursome rolling right now and like <laughs> hey like someone's having fun with this wow <laughs> boy dk get after it uh locket finally showed up i mean who would have thought with gino maybe that's his, maybe that's what i don't get it Oh, they, he does this. Geno Smith comes in. Lockett was not good all year, and then he comes, like, fantasy-wise, people, like, dropping him. Geno comes in, fucking 12 catches, 142 yards. Crazy stats. DK's playing well, too. He just can't trust Geno, like, going forward, obviously. That's just not a thing. He's 8-0 against the spread somehow. But I, he covers, and might have to bet on him. Start riding with him. Start riding with Geno. Next game we have the Chargers lose to the Pats. And when I saw the Chargers were wearing their sick uniforms, you know, I'm like, I yeah. have to go money line. No way they're losing to these things. But, I mean, the Pats going into this game, they're 0-4 against non-rookie quarterbacks. I mean, they still figured it out. Late pick six made the difference. This is literally the, um, like the first big win, good win for the Patriots. They kind of beat a bunch of bad teams earlier than this. They should have beat some teams, but yeah, this is they finally closed it out. I guess like all year, it's kind of that has been their struggle. They couldn't close out these games and these like good teams, and they did finally. Justin Herbert didn't play great. I mean, he's had some of those games this year already, so he's got to pick it up. This team is not looking like the Chargers that people thought, though, because I thought they were gonna be really good, but they're struggling. And they'll, I'm sure they'll turn around. Though they might make the playoffs, especially in the AFC. It's not crazy strong, so. Yeah, I just keep playing, I guess. I like this Chargers team because I really like Herbert. But, yeah, Patriots got it done. They're not a bad team at all. Uh, next game we have the Saints. They won a shootout versus the Bucks. Uh So, a lot of people are wondering, like, oh, did Jameis technically get his revenge game because he, you know, had a gruesome knee injury. But uh, you look at the video of that locker room dance with the crutches. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he got his revenge. <laughs> but. Yeah, I mean, the Saints, they're just a regular season team against the Bucs. And how the fuck do you score a 36 and not have your leading receiver get 38 points at all? Like, did you see that? Uh, who who was it? That's I'm pretty sure the Saints leading receiver only had 36 receiving yards. It was Kevin White, one for 38. 
the, the former bear. Yep. <laughs> oh, it's good to see he's finally doing something. But yeah, that's so weird though. I have no idea how that happened. He did one catch though, thirty-eight yards. It feed Kamara, I guess, but he didn't. He had nineteen for six. It was their defense though. They had that pick six at the end. Right. Right. Really sealed it, but I don't know. Do they have any other touchdowns? I'm not sure, but yeah, it was their defense played really well, especially like to get a pick six in like Brady. How much I don't know how much time he had, it was like over two minutes, I think, to drive down the field and score. And he throws a pick six. Like, who would have thought that he does not bring that team down and score and they beat New Orleans? Like, you're Saints fans, you're freaking out. You're like, we, we're gonna lose this game. It like put the ball in Tom Brady's hands. Throws a pick six and you fucking win. It's awesome. Crazy to see how you they still fucking own the Bucks. Well, I mean, so Marshawn Lattimore, he like owns Mike Evans. I know Mike Evans had a touchdown, but I mean, other yeah. than that, he didn't game. But then, uh, yeah, Antonio Brown was hurt. But yeah, I mean, it's just an uncharacteristic game for the Bucks. But I, <laughs> they somehow both meet each other in the playoffs again. You know, it was one of that fucking game. Yeah, no, exactly. That's the thing. They, you beat them in regular season like you did last year all you want. Like, they smoked them last year, and then they end up losing the playoffs. It's going to happen. But they still – they have their number. They have Brady's number right now. In <laughs> the regular season. Yeah, in the regular season. But Well, anyway, the next game we have, Broncos win the Battle of the Basement versus Washington football team. I am off the Teddy Bridgewater train. I think I was always on, like, the edge of it because, you know, they have the GOAT on their bench. But, yeah, Washington football team, they had two chances in the red zone to win this game, but they, they acted like their kicker, and they blew it. <laughs> no, literally, this game was funnier and shit because, like, they get that. I think it was, like, a fumble, but then the, uh, Washington ended up getting on – or Broncos ended up getting on it or something happened. I can't remember. And then, literally, like, the next play, they fumble again, give it right back to them. It's, like, you that right when you, like – you fumble and, like, you, you're a um, – football team fan you're like then the life gets sucked out of you because you end up not getting it's like that was our chance and then literally like the next play fumble and you get it back and you have a chance and then uh nothing because there's not a good football team is not a good team at all broncos aren't either like it showed in this game but yeah they can't out of the win they can't beat a good team either like we've said the next game we have was carrie's game uh ginger nation prevails in minnesota and the cowboys win again I think for now on, the Cowboys should be forced to have redheaded backup quarterbacks. Is listen to these elite names: Garrett Gilbert, Brandon Whedon, Cooper Rush. Just an insane quarterback. I mean, can you imagine if they were all together in the same room? That Cowboys would win the Super Bowl. But uh, yeah, they had Dalton too. They had Andy. Or yeah, I can't believe I can't. I just yeah. How did you miss that one? I was gonna say his name, but yeah, that's four just insane backup quarterbacks. But uh. Just one thing I want to take away from this game. Did you see Mike Zimmer on the sideline? He had a bag of sunflower seeds, and he, like, pulled something out of it quick and threw it in his mouth, and it was couldn't be more obvious that it was dip. And it was so hilarious. He just – he definitely needed to throw a chow in after seeing how pissed poorly Kirk Cousins played this week. It's just typical Vikings. Like, they go down the field on the first drive and score a touchdown, and then they just – don't want to like be aggressive the rest of the game. They just kind of like coast, and that's like what they do every fucking game. It's like you're you you score the first drive, like keep fucking going, keep rolling, and they just don't do that. And that's just how they always have been. That's how they always are. And Cowboys cover again with Cooper Rush. Like you're a fucking 
Vikings fan, that's that's tough. That's tough. At home, lose to the Cowboys with a backup quarterback. Yeah, Madden Bad. going to the game live. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, no shit, that'd be crazy. <laughs> but anyway, Thursday night game, the Pack Cards winning streak on Thursday night. Iron Rodgers, he saved himself from embarrassment while A.J. Green stepped straight into it. And, I mean, that's all I got to say about this game. Oh, and another thing, Aaron Rodgers, him being John Wick or whatever, yeah. chill out on that because that's all I've been seeing is it, Aaron Rodgers in his Halloween costume. Like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. So, no, he's, you see um, SportsCenter hasn't even posted a single thing about the World Series. Yeah, this year, and they post about fucking Rodgers being John Wick. Yeah, like three different things about it, too. It's ridiculous. What the fuck? I didn't even realize that until I saw it. Like, why the fuck are you not talking about? Let's leave the World Series. Whatever. But, um, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, like, people got to realize, like, I was kind of saying this. I literally thought the Cardinals could win, like, should have won this game still. But without all the receivers for the Packers, but. It's like Rodgers, I don't think it matters who his receivers are. It's fucking Aaron Rodgers. He's going to figure it out. He's going to find a way and win a game, which uh, he did. Cardinals should have won. They would have had a chance right there at the end. But, yeah, I mean, it's Rodgers hard to bet against him, and so many people did, I feel like. Yeah, so uh, that, I mean, that wraps up week eight. Our going to our betting sheets. So I went eight and nine this week and then luke went shit i should look at this one two three four five six seven or no you went shit i can't do math right now <laughs> i you went 11 and five i think if i did that right or 11 i 11 think that... my bad one two three four five uh 11 and three what a fucking week luke. really <laughs> Holy yeah God. i mean because that farm game takes away two losses yeah, i thought w's I thought I was doing really bad. I must have, like, thought I wrote, I said something else, though, because I was, like, going through the games, like, during the 3 o'clock, like, late in those 3 o'clock games. I was like, holy fuck, I did so bad this week. But I must have, like, not counted on – I must have said something else in the podcast and what I was thinking. Thank there's, God. There's a ton of games, though, that if we would have recorded this later and, like, known the injury reports and shit, you would have been so screwed because, like, the – the Steelers, you bet on the Steelers because you thought uh, Baker and Chubb were going to be out. <laughs> yeah, you, I, th- I, I knew Chubb was playing. I thought Baker was out too. So I was like, I thought I thought Baker was out for sure. I'm like, oh, fuck. But Cowboys oh. versus Minnesota, we didn't know that Dak was going to be out until I swear it was like game time decision, wasn't it? Uh, Yeah, it was uh, maybe that day. Like that day was not very early. No one found that out. But, yeah, I mean, so that wraps up all the football talk – or NFL football talk, at least. We'll move into college football. Um, the sign of the week, this is just hilarious. Michigan State had a sign that, you know, <laughs> you know, like the meme I'm talking about, like the girls sitting on the couch and, like, the black guys surrounding Yeah, them. yeah, yeah. So <laughs> they had Jim Harbaugh – or John Harbaugh on the couch – and then, you know, the rest was surrounded by, like, Sparty and just, like, Michigan State players, I'm pretty sure. But <laughs> hilarious. Like, That's couldn't cool. have the better sign. But, yeah. That, or what? You, no, you keep going. I was just talking about a game player. But, yeah, um, anyway, talking about that game, 
Michigan just completely blew it. And Kenneth Walker, I think people, nobody really has been talking about him all year. And he just, now he's number one in like betting books to be like, he's a Heisman favorite right now. Just absolute mm-hmm. stud. What do you have? Five touchdowns? Yeah. He had all their touchdowns. Uh, yeah. Unbelievable. He, crazy. You're cutting out. You say something? Oh, no. There, no. Yeah. Are we going to the next game? Oh, I was going to talk about it a little bit. Um, okay. I, I had, I said Michigan State was going to win. I, Michigan kind of proved me wrong. Like I said, like, until they prove me wrong, I'm going to say they're frauds. Like, they played well. They did. Um, Maca, Macamara actually fucking threw the ball somewhat decent, but they did play against, like, their worst pass defense, I think, in college football. But, yeah, Kenneth Walker, no doubt he should be – he's a Heisman favorite. He was, like, fourth or fifth kind of going into this game, and then you rush for 197, five touchdowns, and, like, to carry the team on your fucking back. Deserve it. Get, like, give it to him right now. It really – Obviously, there's some a lot of game, a lot of season left. But if he just fucking plays like solid the rest of the year, doesn't have to play good. He really has it locked up. Well, what happened with Magnamara? Because some true freshmen in him were like going back and forth, like going in. Uh, they use that McCarthy a lot uh, because Magnamara uh, doesn't know how to fucking throw a football, but he threw pretty well this game. But yeah, they use that guy. He comes in every once in a while. Yeah, I was getting, like, confused about that because when I was watching the highlights of the game, just to, like, remember it happened, I saw that, like, he was getting yeah. put in, and then McNamara would come back out. Like, I, I don't know. I just didn't get it. But yeah. speaking of the Big Ten, Wisconsin just completely embarrasses us. Uh, it was so bad that me and Luke, like, we were watching the first quarter, and we said, screw it, and we went to Peace Ranch. It was like, there's no point in winning this game. Like, we just knew exactly how it was going to go. And, of course, we got completely – they wiped the floor with us. Yeah, it was awful. That was fuck. That was the worst fucking performance ever. We don't know how to play offense, like at all. I don't know how you can't fucking get any yards at. Like we had like no first downs until like a couple at the end. It was the worst fucking game I've ever seen Iowa play. And yeah, we're just not a good team anymore. I think everyone's waiting for this time to come, and here it is. So get used to it. Probably yeah. this rest of the year. Kind of funny story about this game too. Like, so we obviously had a long night the night before, but um, yeah, we ended up waking up like right as game day was about to happen, and uh, so I didn't have time to put in like any parlays or anything. I had a three legger. I had Wisconsin winning outright, then I had Georgia Florida over, and I'm just like, you know what? Thank God I just woke up late. But no shit. Yeah, that uh Georgia game, they damn near shut out Florida, and they should have too. In the swamp, like Georgia's <laughs> unstoppable right now. Gee, that defense is so fucking good, unbelievable. I think it's like the best that I can remember. Yeah, I I know everyone's comparing it to that Bama 2011 Bama. Right. I mean, it's hard like with Deontay Hightower and those guys, and like Haha Clinton Dixon, I think was on there. But it's like this team, like Florida is. They can score. Like, they're not a bad team, especially they put in – it sucks for that quarterback, though. It's his first start, and he goes against fucking George's defense in his first start. He could not take care of the ball. I mean, it's hard to do it against these guys. It was it, it sucks for him. He just comes in in that environment. Well, isn't and, he, like, the stud? Was his name Richardson or something? Yeah, he was – like, he's been playing really good all year, like, as when he comes in. But 
Jesus Christ. I mean, what do you do? You play Georgia. You kind of like throwing the towel. You're like, fuck, there's not really much we can do here. They, you can't get a fucking yard on them. Uh, the next game we have, Bo Nix. I mean, he's finding his mojo, and he beats Ole Miss at home. I mean, everybody's, like, thinking. They're like, oh, I, the, I think Auburn was favored in this game, and everybody's wondering why. And yeah. Auburn at night. But Auburn's schedule has been, like, I mean, pretty damn tough on paper, and they are only have two losses, I think. And they were close games, weren't mm-hmm. they? So They yeah. lost to Penn State, which – it was on the two-point conversion game, wasn't it? Yeah, because they they went – or they tried to do something, and they threw that fade. So, why the fuck – it was, like, fourth down, and they threw a fade route in the end zone. So, why the fuck are you throwing, throwing a fade route on fourth down, like, in fourth and goal? Ridiculous. And then they lost to Georgia, so. Yeah, which is understandable. But, yeah. um, yeah, the next thing we have, Ohio State, they take down Penn State. I mean, Penn State, they – I mean, they showed life, but it just – wasn't enough that is, I don't know. It's just Ohio state right now. They're playing like way fucking better defense than what they were. I think they have, I think I heard they had, they have six defensive touchdowns now this year, which you never would have thought for how their defense started. But yeah, one of their like 300 pound linemen took one to the house. Yeah. It was just hilarious. That was awesome. Yeah. But they're unstoppable right now. They will, I don't think they're going to lose a fucking game in the big 10. Uh, Went out, win the Big Ten, make it to the playoffs, and I think they can compete in the playoffs for sure. They they might have the best offense right now. I don't. Bama's got a really good offense, but other than that, I don't think anyone playing on the offensive end as high as high level as Ohio State right now. They're so fucking tough to stop. That them against Georgia would be an awesome game. I really mean that. I know Georgia's defense has been crazy, but. Ohio State's uh, wide receivers, two of them are on Todd McShay's top ten uh, yeah. prospects list. Like, and their third one's really fucking – their running back is a Heisman candidate, too, and their quarterback. It's like – Yeah. They have, like, five Heisman can- – or, like, three Heisman candidates on their fucking team. Yeah, and with how sloppy, like, the Big Ten is right now. I mean, yeah. they just went – but, yeah, I mean, other than that – oh, yeah, Iowa State versus West Virginia – I mean, that game was absolutely insane. They're just trading big plays after big plays, scoring, you know. And, I mean, West Virginia ended up winning. <laughs> that was just so funny because Beast puts in the group chat the song, you know, Take Me Home, Country Roads. Yeah. <laughs> I thought for sure the Iowa State fans were responding. But... Well, they had it coming because Jack. Yeah, but... yeah Jack, did you get to see yeah. it? Well? What? Did you get to see this game at all? Uh, I watched – I mean, I was flipping it on and stuff, but I didn't really watch a ton of it. I just kept kind of going back to it because it wasn't on TV. It was on ESPN Plus. So I, I pulled it up on my phone when it was, like, late and it was close. But, yeah, that was about it. But, yeah, I mean, I think that wraps up college football. The upsets we've had this week was – all right, let me see here. Number nine, Iowa. Number 10, Ole Miss. Number 12, Kentucky. 19 SMU, oh, 17 Pitt. Uh, oh, yeah, number six, Michigan. And then number one, 21, San Diego State. Shit ton of upsets this week. I actually had um, – so I bet on Mississippi State. They upset, they won. I bet on Auburn. They upset, they won. I bet on Houston. They had an upset and they won. On a kick return, 30 seconds left, they returned a kick and won. Um, 
they play at Texas school? They played SMU. It was it's like that hey, conference yeah, yeah. is like yeah, Cincinnati, Houston, SMU, and those are the like the next two teams. They're both seven and one right now after this after they lost, whatever. Um and then who was the other one I had? Oh, Utah. That was my four straight bets and I hit them all. And I had Michigan to Michigan State too in a parlay money line. They won. So my underdogs were killing it. But I think the easiest bet I think two easiest bets of the week, I said, I don't know. I think I told Beast it was Mississippi State and Auburn, and they both won. I was like, there's, they're way better than both these fucking teams. And, or they might not be better in Kentucky, but at home, Kentucky, I don't think it's that good. Yeah, I bet on both of them. I was like, there's no way they these bets don't hit, and they did. Yeah, Mississippi State won handily too, didn't they? Or, or like 31-17. Yeah. I don't have scores full up right now. Yeah, 31-17. They – Kentucky's not – Great team, but they're not like terrible. But yeah, they're not 12th best team in the country. And it was only like a one point spread, I think. Florida game. What you say? What got them there? That Florida game. Oh, yeah, they beat Florida, but now it's like looking back, Florida's not even ranked. So it's kind of like similar to that Iowa situation where they put them up there and then two teams we beat weren't even ranked. So it's like they're kind of stuck there now. But Auburn's Ole Miss isn't very good. I don't think they are at all. They just. So I think that was an easy fucking game having Auburn beat them at home at night. Bo Nix. Can't <laughs> bet against him. Put all your chips on Nix. Yep. <laughs> I I think I'm two and one betting with him this year. I just keep fucking betting Auburn. And I think two and one, that only one I lost was a Penn State fucking game. What are you claiming like the other day too? Like you're like, I don't even like him, but it's like just so tempting, you know. <laughs> I I didn't like him last year or like his freshman year like two years ago but I was like now ever since I bet on him with Penn State I was like this guy's a fucking dog he wasn't he didn't play good to start the year though at all and now he's fucking killing it like he's the re one of the like, their defense is really good too but he is fucking killing it and he's one of the reasons why they're so good right now that's gonna be a good game when they play Alabama yeah, at I'm, Auburn where's it at or did you at play? Auburn oh, okay yeah that's so, awesome what That's to go. Nick Saban will be seeing red in that game. What was that? You know, Nick Saban will be seeing red in that game, though. That that will be to go to the. If so, if Auburn beats A and M next week, and then Mississippi State, and they play South Carolina, still win that one. Then that game will probably be to go to the SEC championship. So that'd be fucking big time. Yeah, so, I mean, I, yeah, I think that wraps up all we have for college football. Moving into MLB, we have the World Series Game 6 tonight. Uh, the Braves lead 3-2. to two. Um, Yeah, I mean, I guess I'll give it to you to break it down. But, like, the number one thing that I've been noticing is just, like, I, I don't know. I don't watch, like, a ton of baseball, but I've watched, like, every World Series, like, as long as I can remember. And I don't remember this many pitchers being used in a series before. Yeah, usually they have, like, starting pitching, but, like, none of these teams do. I They do the, like, like battle injuries because, like, McCullers is out and so is Morton now. So, it's like, now what the fuck do you do? But, no, this is an awesome series. I want the Braves so bad in game six. If they go seven, I don't like them at all. I think we kind of talked about this. No, yeah. Night. The world is saying that, though. They're like, if this goes to seven, it's the Astros. It's, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't like, know. Gary, is it in Houston right now? Oh uh, yeah, I, so, was, yeah. Six and seven are in Houston. 
I want the Braves to win at home. You know, the Tomahawk chow going. They, they can't. Awesome. They can't now. Yeah. But, fuck, it's like, there's not many teams that, like, you feel comfortable with, like, down 3-1. Obviously, the Cubs did that year, but still, they still weren't, like, one of those teams where, like, oh, they can do this. But Astros are just, they've been there before. Like, they've, that whole team has been, they've won a World Series. They've been to the World Series. Like, they're, they've been in this situation so many times, like, they're not even sweating over there. Yeah, I mean, it, I, like, when I sat down to watch the game on Sunday, I'm like, I can't believe that the Braves could actually win, like, mm-hmm. four to one right now. But then, like, oh, yeah, like, literally anything could happen right now. And, it, of course, they end up – I mean, the game started off with a grand slam. Yeah. I Snapchat Robbie. I'm like, let's fucking go. Then, I think within two innings – uh. Astros were already tied, or were they up? I don't know, but it was just unbelievable. Then they just obviously poured it on, and I don't know. It's really scary going forward right now. Like, that's that – yeah, that's that experience, like postseason experience that they have. It's like a lot of teams, you feel like they go down for nothing, like the grand slam right away like that. There's not like fold over, but it's like it's the pressure is just – but the Astros are just – they have so much experience in those situations where they were – like, oh, we'll win the, like, we win this game easy. Like, this isn't even a fucking problem. They score already so early. And that's just how it feels like the Astros are. They, you, they're they never out of the game because they know how to come back win. They know how to play with the lead. They just know how to do it all because they've been there. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine being that pitcher who threw that grand slam ball just being like, oh, fuck. Like, I literally just blew the World Series here. Yeah, the, was it the first inning? Yeah. Yeah, so that then again, it's like first inning, so so much time, so much game left. You had one at bat, like the the Astros had one at bat after, before that grand slam, so it's wasn't really like a big deal. They had so many more innings to play, and yeah, it's not looking good right now for the uh, Braves. It's not. I hate to say it. I want them to win so bad, but yeah. And who's on the mound today? Freed and Garcia. Freed and Garcia. Yeah. So we got. Two young kids. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how that goes. But, I mean, yeah. other than that, that's kind of in with the news and MLB. Other than – so, the Cleveland Indians changed their name to the Cleveland Guardians, but they're now being sued by the Cleveland Guardians rollerblade team. And I wonder what kind of settlement you can get out of that, being a rollerblade team. But I kind of hope they just sue the living shit out of them. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what they're doing, like, it's – they went through all these changes and they didn't realize that the name was taken. And like, I guess it has to be copyrighted if they're getting, uh, if they're getting sued for it. But I mean, I just love how it's a rollerblade team of all teams. Oh shit. And it's like people, I think beast kind of reacted right away. He goes, that's so fucking stupid. They're a rollerblade team. Who knows them? It's like, it's not what that like, doesn't matter. Like it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It's still their fucking like name and good for Rollerbladers are like the most loyal, like yeah, because like that's it's not like a big thing. Stop on her name like that. Yeah, it's not like a big thing. So it's like this kind of what they have, and now I mean no one really would have noticed other than the people that actually fucking are on the rollerblading team. But good for them being like you know what fuck it let's get some money out of this like this bullshit. (laughs) Whoever their marketing team is, they're fucking doing an awesome job. Yeah. Getting their name out there with this scandal, like 
suing the fucking baseball team. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's their. I don't know what kind of championship rollerblade <laughs> has, but they won away. That's it's fucking awesome. I love it. No, wouldn't that be insane though? Like you're on a rollerblading team and you're just barely making it by every week, you know, paying your bills, like you're paycheck to paycheck kind of guy. But then the Cleveland Indians just completely change your life with like stealing uh, your name. I want to know who the guy that, like, right when he found out, he goes, "Oh, they're changing their name." Wait a minute, that's the same as us. We should fucking sue these guys. No, uh, what I would probably went down is they're like, hey, you hear we're in the news? You're like, no way. You're like, yeah, Google it. <laughs> Cleveland Guardians. They're like, oh, fuck, it ain't even us. Like, <laughs> I just, whoever the guy was, though, just like, oh, my God, that's our fucking name. Fuck these guys. Like, <laughs> if I was on the team, I wouldn't give a fuck. But good for them. Get them some publicity. No, uh, Yeah, Cleveland needs it. But, uh. Yeah, I mean, they probably are the best team in Cleveland right now. I mean, I guess I have no idea how good the Indians are, but oh, I get fucked. They have the Browns too. Oh, never mind. But they all suck. Rollerblading. They all suck. This will probably be the last time we talk about rollerblading the rest of our history of doing this podcast, but I'm back. But anyway, we have NBA news and we have some really weird NBA news. So, in the Eastern Conference, we have the Knicks, Wizards, Bulls, and Hornets leading the East. And then at the bottom of the East, we have Brooklyn, Atlanta, Milwaukee, and Boston. I mean, <laughs> I know it's early, but it's just completely <laughs> right now. Yeah. Like, yeah, like you said, it's early. Like, this happens all the time. This is how the NBA works. Uh, teams, will, teams will jump up. Teams will start to come down to earth. Bulls being six and one, no, it's a, they're a good team. Don't get me wrong, but they'll get they'll drop a little. Like obviously, we all know that they'll be. I think they'll be five, six, seven area or five, six area. But yeah, right now though, they're fucking killing it. Good yeah, for them. Injuries like permitting like mm-hmm. the playoffs. I mean, a lot of shit happens during the year. Like no, you're right. Long season teams. I don't know, just little stuff can drastically change this but no like you look at the east though really Celtics aren't that good so the Bucks are out and the Hawks those are really the two teams that are only surprised that they're not in and the Nets are down there but I mean it's not a strong count so Bulls should make it easily but right. but uh yeah going to the Knicks though I mean yeah obviously uh, yeah. Knicks are obviously gonna be like a pretty fucking good uh, regular season team. Like, any Tom Thibodeau mm-hmm. ever is a great regular season team that they make the playoffs and they shit the bed. But, yeah, I mean, these Knicks fans are absolutely losing their minds. And, like like we said last week, and, yeah, they just keep winning. <laughs> I love it. Uh, they had to treat every game like it's fucking finals, and it's awesome. I do not like the Knicks, though, but their fans are fucking awesome. Well, I, I just like them right now because I know – Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, playoff time. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big Julius Randle fan either. I just, I don't know why, but. Probably the biggest headline of this NBA season, though, is that uh, foul, like, rules change. And yeah, if we would have known, like, how bad it's going to be, everybody would have known it's going to affect James Harden the most, and it's sure as hell showing. Yeah, he's not playing very well this year at all. 
I mean, that, that whole rule change kind of, like, switches, like, what is whole game about. I uh-huh. mean, at back three, like, that, like, driving, getting up under your arm, just going up with it and scoring. I, like, B, me and Beast were talking about it. We think, like, this rule kind of is bullshit because, I mean, you can't initiate contact, right? But if a guy is, like, hovering you, like, with his arms and you, like, jump into his arms and try to make a play and they don't call it because you, like, technically initiated contact. Well, kinda- yeah guy like over you i think it depends how they do it because like you have those situations where like you're like mid-range let's say and you pump fake and they jump out to block it you, you should be able to jump into them like that if they jump in out at you to block it but if some of the situations where harden like just kind of gets throws his arms out there like he's not even fucking normally shooting it, he just kind of throws his arms into yours and throws it up that's not like a shoot he's not shooting the ball so i don't like that yeah, some get them in the air. You should be able to jump into them. It's just like under the basket when you're pump fake a guy up in the air, he jumps. You jump into him for a foul. It's the same thing, but they're not even calling that anymore. So they're just going completely away from the offense. Can't even do anything at all to initiate contact, which unless you're like going at the rim. So I don't know. I don't, you got to find a happy medium in there, like where you can't. I don't know. They just got to figure something out where you still got to be able to somewhat be able to do it, but not to the extent where, to the extent where they were last year. Well, I'm going to say this right now. I'm not a LeBron hater, but I watched the Lakers game the other night and it was pathetic. It was every possession LeBron was crying about play. I mean, fouls. I mean, can you imagine once playoff comes around and like yeah. they're going to play series this year? If it's, if this play calling goes the same way, Oh my God. <laughs> Each game's gonna take four hours because the hours of it's gonna be just LeBron crying. There's a somewhat like LeBron, yeah, LeBron's terrible, but Luca's really bad at that too. That people just don't talk about just because everyone loves him so much. He is the one of the worst fucking people at complaining about shit, though. I don't know if you like noticed that. Yeah, wasn't he watching him? Fouls last year. What? I swear he is one of the top guys in technical fouls last year. Yeah, yeah, he because all he does is fucking bitch about everything, and he's like, dude, like I understand, like because he's not like a guy that's super quick and shit. Maybe that's why he just tries to make all this contact and get to the line. But yeah, he is fucking. He complains about every fucking call all the time, and I mean, I like Luca and shit, but I people just ride his fucking dick and don't say anything bad about him, but like they don't realize like he does the same shit that LeBron does, right. Um, but I think one of the biggest surprises I, I wouldn't say I didn't even think it was a surprise, but um, Scotty Barnes is fucking killing it. No, oh, you love Scotty Barnes. I know. I loved him when they drafted him. He's literally better version. So, I, I was saying like people are like betting on like them. They're like, oh well, Siakam's out. I'm like Scotty Barnes is a better version of Siakam. So it's like they're not even fucking losing anything. The last thing I want to bring up about the NBA, did you hear that thing about Joakim Noah saying Derrick Rose's, like, torn ACL was, like, he never had that feeling. He saw 9-11 firsthand, and he said... Yeah, like... Exact same. I'm he's, like, uh, unreal. I don't, yeah, that's... I kind of get it where United Center, it's obviously packed during that time... Derrick Rose goes down, you'd probably hear a pin drop, and you know, you know, like it's bad. Yeah. Like that's just yeah. Like I, I don't like like you saw 
Airplane to a building? Like, I don't, I don't know. Well, it's like, D. Rose, yeah, he was so fucking good, but Pete, I'm sorry, like, I probably get a lot of backlash for this from D. Rose fans, but he's not a, even close to a Hall of Famer. Well, he wouldn't have translated to this day's game. Like, no, be I, because, like, people, people think he's a better, like, better than Westbrook. I don't think he is because he couldn't create like Westbrook could, you know what I mean? Right. So, I, I, I do like D. Rose a lot. I just think people – I don't want to say he's, over, like, really overrated, but pe- compared to what people talk about him, I, I do think he's overrated, which I could fucking get some hate for that from D. Rose and Bulls fans, but I'm going to say I don't think he's as good as they think. He could have been, but you don't know that. No, I mean, like, and when he was playing, you know, like, in his prime, he's in mm-hmm. a league where, like, Kobe Bryant and, like, Dwayne Wade, LeBron, they're all, like, the best players in the league. They never relied on the three at all. I oh, mean yeah. – it- yeah, like improved his three point jumper like throughout the years, but I don't think he would make like a sustained mm-hmm. one where I think you'd have one like Westbrook where they're confident shooting it, but it wouldn't like I know. Yeah, I'm, when Derrick Rose had a couple just insanely clutch three pointers, but I mean, so yeah, I, like West, Westbrook's done that too. So you know, like he's had hit some big fucking threes too. It's just there's Westbrook's confidence in his three point shot is off the charts it's just everyone else's confidence in him shooting his weight is not even close to what his is it's probably he should start talk, listening to people but he doesn't well, and so much too because it's like i feel like he's so confident shooting yeah and be like look at Giannis play he can take it to the rack whenever you mm-hmm. want same exact thing please <laughs> yeah. i don't know what westbrook used to be a good shooter though he was like when he was younger in the league, but now he just now now it's not there at all. See that brick he threw up the other day, and the, the announcer goes, "Oh my god!" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that wraps up all the sports news we have in the last week. I mean, otherwise, I mean, unless you got something else. No, I got nothing. Kind of covered it all. Yeah, but uh, all right. So I fucked up last week. Didn't post our betting episode. Swear to God, you can hear it right now. I'm not gonna, going to do that ever again. We're I'm gonna figure it out. It was a long weekend last weekend. Uh, not gonna happen again. But make sure you listen to Saturday's episode. Should be a great one. It's hate week. Should get heated. Um, yeah. Thanks for watching or listening. I always fuck that up. All right. <laughs> This kid is a gamer. He's a follower. He's a playmaker. And a shot caller. In case you didn't know, I got keyboard. He's shattered from nowhere. And all he does is win. All he does is win. I got keyboard. He's shattered from nowhere. And all he does is win. All he does is unleash. It's time. Let him go, it's time. Let him play. 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 Let him play.